to survive, to endure or live through an affliction or adversity. So how does that work in high school? I was going to get to that. This is Surviving High School with high school senior Bryson Klotzbach and senior citizen Scott Saunders. I'm Bryson Klotzbach, the high school senior. And I'm Scott Saunders, the senior citizen. And this is Surviving High School on the Rise FM podcast network. Our desire is to compare the high school experiences from two very different generations. What are you trying to say? (laughs) Well, (laughs) not quite as old as you. Uh, Thank you for noticing. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So our hope is to help you understand today's high school experience a little better. And our episode today, episode four, is surviving parents. We all have them. We all have to deal with them. So today we're gonna we're gonna compare the experiences of high school and our parents from well mine back in the day. And I, I promised your dad that we wouldn't get too personal. So we'll work on that today. So our first point today is, or our first discussion point is, we're gonna compare like pressures that we perceive from parents. And that's the key, I think, is is the perceived pressure. Yeah. Sometimes of, it's there, but... Sometimes it's just in your own head. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you put it on yourself and then blame your parents for it, which yeah. is kind of... That's kind of a teenager's job, isn't it? <laughs> sometimes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I feel like that pressure is just a way to... It works as an excuse, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Or, so one of the greatest pressures is to get good grades. That's going to be a very common... Uh, pressure that we see i've seen it with lots of my friends and everything like that it's a very common thing to have your parents want you to get as good as grades as you possibly can is there a pressure for kids today to get the you know to be the straight a student i feel like it's kind of leaning towards just do the best you can which is obviously you really want to do that i don't think it's direct like get straight a's all the time no questions about it you know I feel like it's just more, as long as you're doing your best and working hard at it, then it'll be okay. Are you hearing from some of your friends that have any of that pressure? Like, dad is saying, what do you mean you got a B plus? It should have been an A. (laughs) Yeah, I've heard stories like that. And, you know, some people get rewarded for getting A's and stuff like that, which I've never experienced that, but (laughs) it must be nice. I didn't either. No, you're not alone. (laughs) I guess for me, it was more a, did you do the best you could? Yeah. You know, when it came to math, I never had good grades. My dad understood because I got that gene from him. So it wasn't it wasn't too hard. He just, like you said, he wanted me to just do the, put my effort in. Yeah. If I put the effort in and I still got a C, he was fine. If I didn't put the effort in and I got a C, he would – somehow parents have that those eyes in the back of their head and they know that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, and they didn't have email back then, so yeah, they no, couldn't email my dad and say, Mr. Saunders, Scott is not behaving up to standards. <laughs> somehow he still was able to figure it out. Our next point is, is there pressure to go to the college classes or the CCP classes, the advanced classes? Compared to just taking the general classes. Yeah, this is one I wanted to find out from you because you're you're taking a different approach. And we're going to talk about that in future episodes. But, you know, was there a pressure for those college to take the college classes knowing that because college is so much more expensive now than it was when I went? You know, I mean, because after all, we, you know, we were still just inventing the wheel and fire and everything else back then. <laughs> but I wondered what you, you you and your friends were experiencing. You know, is there a lot of pressure to do the CCP route and try and get some things done early? Yeah, I think there is a lot of pressure for that nowadays. 
just because it's more of an option, you know, if you have the opportunity to take these classes, it's going to be cheaper than doing it in college, and it gets just the process started a lot faster. So I feel like a lot of parents and um, teachers and kind of push their push the students to head that direction so that they can kind of just get a head start on college. See, we didn't. I don't remember having the option. There may have been. Maybe our valedictorians might have done something on the side at night. I don't remember. But we could take up. We had a college prep track. I do remember that because I was in it. And you did. You had certain math classes you took and certain mm, yeah. uh, English classes you took. But they never were college credit. They were just the classes that you could put on your transcript and then the college would say, oh, okay, they're ready for this. And every once in a while, you might not have to take that introductory course of writing or English or whatever it was. But for the most part, it really didn't get you past anything. You still had to go to all two or all four years or whatever it was you were you were going to do. Well, you're listening to the Surviving High School podcast here on the podcast network at risefmohio.com. I'm Scott here with Bryson, and we're talking about surviving parents in high school today. And I want to get kind of personal with you here, and I want to be careful because I promised your dad we wouldn't embarrass him. So we're going to keep talking about him, which I'm sure is going to embarrass him. But you have a, a very unusual situation, and, and most of us don't understand this because it's not true for us. But what's it like having your parent be your teacher? It's a little bit of an interesting experience. <laughs> is I mean, do you go home and I don't get it, or that was too easy, or why were you so hard on us, or can you help me with that problem? I mean, does that kind of stuff go on? No, most of the time I would just wouldn't question anything because I know I can't. You know, otherwise it would kind of be like unfair to the other people in the class. So I just did it by myself and would ask in class if I had to. Yeah, there you go. There you <laughs> Try go. Try not to mess with it. Yeah, you could mess up the curve real easy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so Scott, how is it like having a PTA mom where she knew? All the teachers on a first name basis. Well, at least that's the way it felt. <laughs> Is I she was that mom that was in the building any chance she could get there. I'd like to think that sometimes it was because my sister was always in trouble, but that was not the case. <laughs> but yeah, she was that one that she knew all the teachers. She went to all the conferences, at least through elementary and part of junior high. And she would come home with a full report. <laughs> the most embarrassing of which, and I'll I'll put this out there. My kindergarten teacher told my mom not to bring me back from Christmas break. Wow. (laughs) I was that squirrely. But I went into kindergarten young. I was four. Oh, okay. When I went into kindergarten, turned five during the year. Mm -hmm. And I just couldn't sit still. Yeah. I was up and moving all over the place through the whole. I mean, I drove her nuts. I I know I did. (laughs) But something clicked. Mom said, no, you're going to teach my son. And I went back and something clicked because I got through kindergarten. But, yeah, it was – it. I always lived in fear that I would have, would have done something wrong and not known it. Mm-hmm. And then mom comes home and goes, <laughs> sit down. Norman Al, we have to talk about your son. And then we'd have a conversation about what Scott did. And I'm like, I, I always lived in that fear. Yeah. But it, it I guess it wasn't incredibly – terrifying as i thought it was no no it's it's not as uh bad as people think it is no 
But there's one other difference you and I have that I wanted us to talk about here a little bit because my parents both have high, finished high school. Dad went to college, but I don't remember him finishing. And he went to night school while I was growing up, so I didn't see him a lot. And then he started traveling. Mm-hmm. Um, but mom, high school, and that was it. Now, your parents are teachers, principals, and did all the academics. And I was just kind of curious – you know what it was like is there additional pressure you know that you and i know you've got friends that they're teachers here they're staff members here is there an additional pressure to perform for your parents knowing that their master's degrees and phds and all that kind of stuff is is there a pressure for you to perform up there like that um i think there's an expectation that you need to do your best. You know, it's still not that um, you need all A's like all the time. It's still that pressure of you need to do your best. And but they're gonna obviously gonna want you to take that kind of course because they know that it can lead to good things, and they don't want you to kind of waste your waste your time here. So they want you to get the best opportunity you have. Because honestly, sometimes kids we don't know what's best for us so i'm, I'm gonna say that so yeah you're, you're right <laughs> so, i think that's that's a good way to put it yeah so i think the parents they know this is going to be good for you in the future so this is where you should go see i i see that as you having an unfair advantage over me because if you were having problems with a class and let's say it was a class your your dad didn't teach your mom didn't teach mm-hmm. then you could maybe go to them and get a little more help like hey i don't get this math thing can you whereas I would, mom wouldn't even try math. She mm. would send dad in. <laughs> well, the only reason dad got through high school math was my mom. <laughs> so dad and I would sit there and we absolutely hated story problems. Yeah. Absolutely uh-huh. loathed yeah. them. I feel your pain. We would fall asleep <laughs> on my bed trying to figure out story problems. That's how bad it was. But yeah, I had, I just had kind of wondered about that because I, I felt like I had to go to college just because I knew everybody kept saying, Scott, if you want to be anything in life, you got to go to college. Mm-hmm. Well, I wanted to be an architect. Yeah. And then I flunked all the math I had to have to get an architecture school. Well, now I don't have to go to college, right? No, Scott, you need to go to college. Yeah, but to do what? Yeah. Well, and that's where God had to work on me, and we moved right after graduation, and I wound up in a Pennsylvania community college with a radio station. And that's mm-hmm. kind of what what god used to kind of put me in that track along with flunking the math but um yeah so that's kind of our conversation today on uh, surviving high school and we end every episode with a little segment with bryson that we call dear younger me dear younger me dear younger me remember your parents want the best for you and that any pressure is to give you better opportunities in the future can I add something to it? Of course. <laughs> and it's in your head. It's more in your head than it is from them. Yes. That is, that is right. <laughs> Thanks for joining us today for the Surviving High School podcast. If you've got any questions or comments, just shoot me an email. It's scott at risefmohio.com. Surviving High School is a production of the Rise FM Podcast Network.